Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Blogger Story, Part 33. Okay, what about your parents? Or is that still a secret? Emily winced. Claire's question was like a punch in the stomach. Claire, come on. Emily was doing everything she could to smooth things over with Leah's best friend. But it almost was like Claire didn't want things to get better between them. Emily was so taken off guard by Claire's aggressive question. She actually started thinking about what had happened almost ten years ago. She was usually pretty good at keeping that part of her past tucked away. Especially with other people around. Emily sucked in her lips. Her nostrils flared as the painful memory came back to her. In full color. Emily leaned against the wooden back door of her parents' house. She was holding a cup of coffee. Its aroma mingled with the scent of Emily's shampoo. Emily had just taken a shower, and her long, dark hair was still wet, but no longer dripping. She took in a deep breath and straightened. There was no use in putting this off. She had to do it. But she was scared shitless. Emily looked around the garden until she found her father. He was walking from the shed to his car. It looked like he was getting ready to go fishing. But Emily knew he wasn't. Or rather, she had her suspicions. Dragging his fishing gear to the truck was just a cover to hide his real plans for the afternoon, she guessed. Last night, while having some drinks with an old high school friend, her image of her father had changed for good. She wasn't sure she could ever look at him like she used to. Her father had been his same old self all weekend. Quiet reserved, and far from enthusiastic when Emily had arrived home to tell her parents about her big promotion. He had asked very few questions about her new job title. The only thing he actually seemed to care about was who her boss would be. When she told him, the VP of R&D, he just asked, So, a man? Emily's mother had quickly changed the topic then. The rest of the weekend had been more of the same. Emily had spent most of her time alone with her mother. When her father joined them for dinner, all spontaneous conversation pretty much came to a halt. Emily had long accepted this was just who her dad was. No matter what she did or accomplished, He never gave any signs he was proud of her. School grades, degrees, 
jobs. It all didn't matter to him, it seemed. She knew other people had fathers who got involved. Fathers who cared, gave advice, beamed at graduations. But Emily had grown up with this grumpy, distant man. And somehow, she had gotten used to it. Last night, though, she had discovered a side of her father she didn't know about before. And Emily didn't like it one bit. Sitting in an old bar, one of the few in the mid-sized town in Texas her parents had lived in for the last thirty years, her friend Nathan had told Emily her father was cheating on her mother. Nathan was sure about it, because Emily's father was doing it openly. The whole frickin' town knew, he told Emily. Since she rarely visited, he had wondered if she was aware. Nathan had at least had the decency to blush a little while he told her about her father's young mistress. How cliché, Emily had thought. How very cliché. Why were men always so strict and loud about how women, their wives and daughters, should behave? But when it was time for them to live up to the same standards, they failed miserably. Emily thought of her sweet, gentle mother. She must know too then, Emily realized. And if everybody knew, her mother was probably the subject of endless gossip. Other women would be throwing her mom looks of pity all over town. That thought broke Emily's heart. Her mother had done nothing to deserve this. She did everything a woman was expected to do in this community. Run the household make sure dinner was on the table every night, and work a part-time job to help out with the bills. When her dad was in a bad mood, which was quite often, her mother never got upset or angry. She just tried to cheer him up by cooking his favorite food, keeping things extra clean, or staying out of his way while he watched TV. Thinking about all of this, Emily had gotten angry on her way home after drinks with Nathan. She knew having an affair wasn't unusual, but having it openly for everyone to see was disrespectful and cruel to her mother. While sitting in a rental car on the driveway outside her parents' house, she had decided to wait until her mom had left for work the next morning. She had overheard her dad say he had taken the day off to go fishing around noon. After a sleepless night, Emily had gotten up and waited for her mom to leave. Her dad had been reading the newspaper in his favorite chair in the living room when she left for work. Rather than approach him immediately... Emily had gone back upstairs to take a shower and find the courage to talk to him. She had no idea how to breach the subject 
when she returned downstairs, ready to ask if they could have a chat. He was gone. She found him moving his fishing gear from the shed to his car. Leaning against the open back door, Emily considered waiting a bit longer before she talked to him. But what if he suddenly left without saying goodbye? Emily had to fly back to Chicago tonight, and she didn't want to leave without talking to him. She turned around and put the coffee mug onto the counter. Okay, here we go. Hey, Dad, she said. He was putting a box with God knows what in the trunk. Emily walked off the porch and approached her father. Dad? He took his time to close the trunk, and only then turned around. Yeah? Emily rubbed a hand on her old jeans. Can I talk to you for a minute? She asked. He shrugged. Emily couldn't quite meet his eyes and focused her gaze on his blonde hair. About you and Mom. His light eyebrows shot up, but then immediately dropped back into a frown. What about your mom? Emily noticed he straightened his back a little and crossed his big arms. She almost took a step back. Emily was pretty tall for a woman, but her dad was a lot taller, and he had the heavy belt of a middle-aged man who liked to eat steaks and drink a couple of beers every night. Emily clenched her fists. So I went out for drinks with Nathan last night, and he... She hesitated. Was she sure about this? There was no way back after this. Something would have to change. Things would have to be discussed. She wasn't even sure if all of this was any of her business. Wasn't this between him and her mom? But then she thought of all the women who were probably gossiping about poor Emma, her mother. Emily focused on her father's cold, blue eyes. He told me. You are having an affair. She saw her dad clench his jaw, but didn't detect any sign of guilt or shame. For a second, she was distracted by the red stubble under her father's nose. His light skin was so different from hers. She had never understood how she could look so much like her mom and nothing like her father. But she had inherited much of his character. His harsh tone was just like Emily's. The icy look in his eyes was the same look Emily so often saw in the mirror. She had learned to live with a distant father, only to become much like him. It's none of your business, her father simply said. She met the usual cold stare in his eyes. Her anger flared. Oh, it is my business. The whole damn town knows. What about Mom? 
He narrowed his eyes and took a step towards her, looking down on her and pushing his finger into Emily's chest. It really is none of your business. Emily pushed away his hand angrily. Heat flushed through her body. She knew it was time to take a step back, literally, think things through. But she didn't want to. She was so angry at this man, with his double standards, his indifferent attitude. And so, she attacked. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're a total hypocrite. Her father clenched his teeth again. She saw his jaw moving around in agitation. Emily didn't stop, though. Mom always put up with your shit. And this is how you thank her? She does everything for you. Emily saw she was hurting him. And for the very first time, she felt like she was getting through to him. Like it mattered what she said or did. And it felt good. It felt great. Emily's shoulders dropped. Tears were rolling over her cheeks. She had enjoyed hurting her father, and shame still rolled over her like a truck when she thought about it. She wanted to run to the bathroom and throw up. Emily looked around in a panic. Where could she go? She needed to get out of here. But then she noticed the two terrified, big green eyes staring at her. Emily took a deep breath, focused on Leah, and calmed down a bit. She didn't think before she spoke. My parents no longer want to see me. Her throat hurt. Emily was having trouble breathing. She rubbed her chest and looked down at her shaking hand. A flurry of movement on her left made her look back up. Leah squeezed her shoulder. Let's get you out of here. Leah slid her hand under Emily's arm. Emily mindlessly followed Leah's cue and got up. Claire, that was totally un- She heard her chair being pulled back. We're leaving. And felt Leah's hand grab her own. When Leah pulled her away from the table, Emily didn't look back at Claire. She just staggered after Leah, tasting the salty tears that had rolled down to her lips. Her heart was hammering away in her chest. The bar seemed to pass by in a blur. With every step, Emily grew more convinced she was going to collapse. She was breathing rapidly, and her lungs hurt. But then, the cold air suddenly hit her. The heavy bar door fell closed behind her. She was standing in the parking lot with Leah. Emily looked around, bewildered, shaking. Hey, hey, try to keep breathing, Leah said. She held Emily's face in her hand. Look at me, she said. Emily, look at me. 
Emily tried to focus on Leah. The thumb softly rubbing her cheek helped Emily to calm down and catch her breath. Good, that's it. Just a few more times and you'll feel better. Leah took in a deep breath herself, encouraging Emily to follow her lead. Emily closed her eyes and focused on her breathing. Her mind slowly became less foggy. The sounds around her returned. The pounding in her ears was almost gone. You're okay now, Leah whispered. Emily nodded. They stood there for a few moments. When the door of the bar opened behind them, and the woman who had talked to Emily earlier walked out, giving them an odd look, Leah said, Come on, let's go home. Leah grabbed Emily's hand and pulled her along in the direction of the car. Embarrassment caught up with Emily. I'm sorry, Leah. I just... They reached Leah's car, and Leah opened the passenger's door. She stroked Emily's back. It's okay. Don't apologize. Claire wasn't fair to you. Let's just get out of here. Emily frowned but didn't protest. She lowered herself into the car and sat down. Leah closed the door. A few seconds later, she sat down next to Emily. Leah immediately started the engine and pulled out of the parking spot. Once they were on the road, Leah put her hand on Emily's leg. Emily looked down at the beautiful fingers resting on her new jeans. Leah, I want to tell you what happened with my parents, she said. Leah squeezed her leg. Don't feel like you have to, okay? I know you will one day when you're ready. Emily shivered. Where's my jacket, she thought. Only then that she noticed Leah had somehow draped the jacket over her shoulders. I'd like to tell you when we get home, she said. Leah squeezed her leg again. Okay. Less than an hour later, Emily pulled the blanket Leah had given her up to her chin. She was sitting on Leah's couch in Leah's Snoopy PJ pants and an old t-shirt. Emily loved that Leah had given her these pants to wear. They made her feel safe. Like she belonged here with Leah. She was no longer cold, but not because of the blanket. Emily couldn't remember a time someone had taken care of her like this. She had almost cried again when Leah had handed her the warm, fuzzy pants and an old t-shirt. It really meant the world to Emily. Leah was so sweet and thoughtful. When Leah sat down beside her on the couch, Here. handing Emily a cup of tea, Emily took in a deep breath and turned to Leah. Leah. Without hesitation, when... She started telling Leah everything 
she had never wanted to tell anyone before. When I grew up, she started with how her father had always been distant. Just who he was. How she had always been much closer to her mother. She was so sweet. That she had never moved back home after college. I didn't see the point. She had already been hired by Sanders Tag before she graduated. And so I was off to Chicago. Emily told Leah about the night out with her high school friend Nathan to celebrate her promotion. It was a really big promotion. About her father's lack of enthusiasm about that same promotion. It's like he didn't care. About what Nathan had told her about her father. I couldn't believe it. And her decision to confront her dad the next morning. I just had to talk to him. He told me you are having an affair. It's none of your business. Oh, it is my business. The whole damn town knows. What about mom? It really is none of your business. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're a total hypocrite. Mom always put up with your shit. And this is how you thank her? She does everything for you. I want you to stop seeing this other woman right now. Emily raised her finger, pointing at her father. Her rage was even more overwhelming now that she felt like she had to defend her mother. This was her business. She couldn't stand by and let her father humiliate her mother. I'll tell her to leave you if you don't stop. Hell, I'll help her to leave you. She deserves better than this. So you better end this affair right now, today. And then, Emily really plunged the dagger in. Because we both know you are nothing without her. Her father's hand shot into the air, but he stopped himself from hitting her just in time. Emily burst out into an angry laugh. Ha, what? You're going to start hitting your daughter now? You're pathetic. He lowered his hand slowly. His eyes were just thin lines of blue. The hair on the back of Emily's neck stood up. Her senses tuned out everything around them. She noticed every little twitch on her father's furious face. He spat out the words with a venom Emily had never heard in his voice before. You are not my daughter. She stood still as the words sunk in. His chapped lips turned up slightly into a satisfied smirk. That's how Emily knew it was true. She could actually hear something click in her mind as things moved around and fell into place. It made so much sense. I am not his daughter, she thought. She looked up, meeting his icy blue eyes again. Your mom cheated on me in our first year of marriage. While I was gone a few months for work, his posture slumped for a second. Emily shook her head in disbelief. No, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound like mom, she thought. He read her perfectly. Yeah, your mother. Didn't expect that, huh? 
She got herself pregnant with you by the time I came back. Emily touched her neck. She was having trouble breathing now. Her throat was dry. Her heart pounded in her ears. Her father leaned closer. And for a moment, Emily thought he was going to hug her. But he spoke softly, right next to her ear, instead. I stayed all these years because that was the right thing to do. I raised you. I paid for your school, your college, your fancy degree. And this is what I get. This is my house, not yours. And I will do what the hell I want to do. Just like your mom did 27 years ago. Emily nearly tripped when she took a step back. Her father turned abruptly and walked away to the driver's side of his car. He threw her one last glance before he got in. It wasn't a cold stare this time. Her father looked at her with clearly visible disgust. He sat down behind the wheel and slammed the door shut behind him. The window of the truck was open. He always let the windows open. And Emily had no trouble hearing his last words. Get out of here. And don't you ever come back. This was part 33 of The Blogger Story. I admit, not the best episode to release on Valentine's Day. So, let's go back to the cheering up soundboard. Okay, something romantic. Oh, Romeo, Romeo. Why do you have to be Romeo? Forget about your father and change your name. Or else, if you won't change your name, just swear you love me, and I'll stop being a Capulet. You know, that story doesn't end well either. Okay, I'll just go back to what I usually do. If you like this podcast, please leave a review or rating on iTunes. Or go to lesbianromantic.com and sign up for the newsletter you'll get access to extra scenes, behind-the-scenes updates, and early releases of the next episodes. Episodes. Alrighty. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.